three, two, one. You ready? Listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Hunter here, and uh, <laughs> I have review here, and ah, God help me. So I'm reviewing Cuties, the new Firestorm movie, apparently because everyone is losing their shit over this movie and about how it. it we'll get into it. So, all right, first off, let's just kind of get this out of the way. Is this movie like a pedophile's dream? No, it's not. For everyone who's screaming that. From the rooftops, like the fact that there are Republicans, and I say that specifically, who are um, not looking, who, who have been so, <sighs> the fact that there are certain Republicans that have been so like, oh, Trump's the best, even though he grabs one by the pussy, and yet they're looking, they're asking the Justice Department to look in the Netflix for this movie. First off, the hypocrisy is hilarious to me, uh, number one. Number two, these people, Clearly didn't watch the fucking movie because this movie, not about having, you know, something for pedophiles to watch. It's, you know, this is not Epstein approved. This is just honestly a movie about a girl. It, it's really a, it, it's really a coming of age film. That's what this movie is. And the fact that people aren't grasping that and again are just leaning to the outrage. It's not surprising, but it's, it's a shame. And I got to put this on Netflix because Netflix put out that fucking poster. And the moment people saw a poster, people were ready to go cancel Netflix, cancel Netflix, you know, like Rev Reverend Lovejoy's wife. Well, someone think of the children. That's exactly what everyone started doing when they saw a fucking poster. And I'll be the first to admit when I saw a poster, my reaction, uh, while I was, sitting here with my partner, I looked over at LA and I was like, the fuck? Like, I had that same reaction. I fully admit that. So I went in the movie very concerned. And I can say after watching it, it's fine. It's not, it's not great. It's not, you know, the giant dumpster fire that many people are praying that it is. It, it's just fine. It, it, it is what it is. So um, this movie itself goes ahead and takes... Uh, stars and i'm want and i'm gonna butcher act actors names here so i apologize in advance this is written and directed by uh mimona i'm gonna go with uh decor uh or decor uh, is what i'm gonna go with and this stars uh actress name uh, fafia uh yosof uh who plays amy and the thing about amy and this is where, for me, I feel sympathy immediately for this character. So she is living in this, uh, like, essentially an apartment complex. And she's living with her mom and her brother. Um, I can't remember the brother's name. He's really not important. But she is feeling ignored and she's feeling not listened to. And the mom, uh, who's played by uh, Mimona uh, uh, Guaye, is what I'm going to go with, who plays... Uh, Miriam, she herself is going through not not a divorce. I would say a separation with her husband. Her husband is not uh, her husband's in the picture, but he is not there with them. 
uh, you find out later on in the film that he ends up meeting another woman and that um and that he's intending to go ahead and not ever go uh, ever go meet them but go ahead and start this new life with this woman and the thing that's so difficult about this movie is that it's so uncomfortable i i i know you probably if you've looked up reviews already uh some people are comparing this to uh that 95 movie kids which if you have not seen that movie is incredibly fucked up i've only seen it once um this reminds me more of uh that movie 13 with um i'm blanking on her um uh the chick from twilight nikki um can't think of her last name but it reminds me a lot more of that film than of kids. Um, it starts off very innocent. Um, Amy is like doing arts and crafts and shit. And it's, it's interesting because the film does want to draw this line of she is a kid, but then she does start discovering things that point her more towards being more explicit. And, I'll be the first to admit, if people say that I can't watch this because it makes me uncomfortable, I honestly can't blame you. Um, I will say myself, the dance numbers as they progress, because the first time she sees uh, one of her, uh, one of the girls who she ends up being in a, a, group, a dance troupe with, she sees her dancing in a laundry room. And I believe that's uh, Angelica, I want to say. But she sees her dancing, and she's not dancing like, provocative or anything she's really just kind of swaying uh the film itself is very heavily influenced by a reggaeton music and so there's a lot of that in the film but she sees her dancing kind of goes like oh okay the big thing about this movie that i think is gonna probably be the thing that drives people more insane than even the you know the pedophilia that's not there is that this is really a critique on religion islam in particular because her mom, as I mentioned, is going through this thing with her dad where, you know, he's like, peace out. Like, I'm not going to be here. I'm not going to be around anymore. But she is watching, Amy is watching her mom really just take it, not be angry uh, and just kind of go, well, this is how the religion works. And you could, of course, <laughs> you could, of course, apply that to Christianity as well. I know that's a very unpleasant conversation for some people, but you easily could. The whole, there is that point in the film where um, I, I want to say it's um, Amy's grandmother even says that, you know, like, uh, like, you need to obey your husband, you need to obey your husband. And I'm sitting there watching it with a raised eyebrow going, this sounds familiar. Uh, <laughs> so that's something that I think is going to really rub people the wrong way. And Honestly, guys, I know this is going to piss people off, but the movie's intended to do that. It's supposed to make you, it's supposed to rub you the wrong way. It's supposed to piss you off. It's supposed to make you uncomfortable. And the amount of people who are saying really shitty things about this director, because uh, she did write it as well, I find it really flabbergasting because, you know, we've I've said this on the podcast for years, that trailers lie. Uh you know, I always bring up Terminator Salvation. That's one of my favorite trailers ever. And walking to that theater going, wow, you didn't give me anything that I fucking wanted until the last 25 minutes. Um, this film, you're going to feel uncomfortable from pretty much the 20-minute mark on. And this is about a 93-minute movie, uh, if, if memory serves. So if you're not okay with being uncomfortable, 
then I really wouldn't watch this. It, it's one of those, this is one of those films that's really hard to recommend, even though I appreciate what um, what it's doing. Uh, also, the fact that it's called Cuties, because I know people are freaking out about that. Like, oh my God, you're seeing these girls are cute. How dare you? Um, that's the name of the group. It's like uh, the fucking Bratz movie, how they're called Bratz. Like, that, it's the same goddamn thing. So people freaking out about them being called Cuties. That's where it comes from. Calm down. Um, it's, uh, it, it's, it's really frustrating and, and I'm trying to keep my cool on this because I've been arguing with people about this movie for the last 36 hours ish. And I just finished it no more than 10 minutes ago. Um, there are some scenes here that I found incredibly effective. And, uh, this director, as I mentioned, uh, uh, Maimona Kore, she's only 35. And I would say that she has, I would say she has a long career in front of her, but to be honest, guys, uh, guys and gals, I think she's done after this. And this is by, by no fault of her own, because watching this film, there are multiple shots. There's a shot where someone gets shoved into water, which I don't want to spoil the context, but the way the film is shot, there is this ironic beauty in the cinematography and how everything is shot. Um, even through the film's ugliest, ugliest moments. Um, the film itself, and I I, uh, I uh, posted this to, I haven't posted this, but it's something I've been discussing. One of the things that's going to be frustrating for people with this film is that it asks a question that people, that I myself don't have an answer to. It's a very uncomfortable question, but it is a question that I think needs to be talked about. So, I personally on the podcast, I've talked about Tropic Thunder and like It's Always Sunny and how, you know, they do have blackface in that film and in the show and how I think it's fucking hilarious because it points to the hypocrisy of the fact that Hollywood at any point thought that shit was okay and that it can actually be used as a learning tool to go ahead and make us be better. That's how I look at Tropic Thunder. That's how I look at It's Always Sunny. But this film in particular asks the question that doesn't have a fucking definitive answer is, is depicting something endorsement, even if the piece of art has a clear message against the depiction that it's presenting to you. And honest to God, I don't know the answer to that. And I think that in itself is where people are kind of losing their shit because our default is to go, oh, if you're presenting this, you must be encouraging it. It's like, no, that's not the case. Sometimes people can present things and go ahead and critique it and even damn it. Um, it's, again, this is hard to watch. It, it, it really is. And I think that at the end of the day, um, there is a scene in the film where, <clears throat> where Amy ends up having her period for the first time. And I want to say it's her grandma goes, oh, well, you're a woman now. And that is one of those moments where I sit there and I go, oh, my God, people aren't fucking getting this movie. <laughs> like, you're just, you clearly went in ready to hate it and not trying to actually digest and work with what the film's giving you. Because first off, no, she is not a woman. She is an 11-year-old girl, not a woman, a girl. And the movie makes that point very clear by the end. And also, another thing that this film brings up that, again, is going to be very uncomfortable for some people to think about, uh, anytime Amy gets into trouble because her and 
the rest of the uh i'm not gonna call them cuties that's just weird but her and the rest of the of of, of her friends they are using their sexuality or the fact and the fact that they are girls to go ahead and get out of situations there's a point uh later in the film where they just walk into this laser tag place because one of the uh, one of the like the side door was open and they walk in they play a game uh and the manager of the uh the, the manager of the place of the laser tag place is like what the hell are you doing like you need to pay for this and they're like well we don't have any money and so they're trying to go ahead and peace out and he rightfully so is like yeah you just stole a fucking game of laser tag what the hell is wrong with you and so then the girls start freaking out because he grabs one of their arms because she is trying to leave. I think he grabs Amy's arm and goes, oh, well, like, oh, what are you, some kind of pervert? Why are you touching me? Why are you touching me? And they start freaking out. So that manager, I think he's like the assistant manager. He starts, of course, freaking out going, oh, shit, oh, shit, what the fuck? Like, I didn't do anything. Then his manager comes out and is like, what's going on? And that's when the girls start kind of like doing their as the kids say, ratchet, uh, dance moves. But the thing that's so unnerving about that scene is that the younger manager is clearly, like, he's looking away. He's like, what the fuck are you, like, what are they doing? The older manager is watching them. And that's a scene where I went, oh, fuck. Oh, no, 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 no. And it's a very uncomfortable scene. And it does, unfortunately, bring up the fact that there are there are men out there who, who like that. And I, and even the younger manager kind of like hits the manager. It's like, what the hell is wrong with you? And I went, okay, I'm happy. That's, I'm happy that he called him on that shit. Um, even the big sort of dance number at the end of the movie that I'm assuming is the thing that everyone's freaking out over. Cause you know, it shows them grinding and all that. Um, they cut to the crowd and the women in the audience, uh, a lot of them being younger, or like covering their kids' eyes, like don't watch this. But there are men in the audience, like dads, who are watching, going like, "Oh, okay." And it's like, "No, don't think like that." What the fuck? Um, I did appreciate that there are, there are men in the audience who are looking away, like, "Okay, this is weird. I'm not watching this." And there are those moments in the film where you are just gonna go, "Fuck, this is uncomfortable. Fuck, this is uncomfortable. Fuck, this is uncomfortable." But there's I don't believe there's anything in this film that's not there without a true purpose. There is a scene, because Amy herself, uh, this is something else that no one is bringing up. She really only starts dancing, not just because she saw the uh, her friend in the, in the laundry room, but because she sees, and I'm just going to use Cardi B making the sound, because I, I, yeah, that's the, Quickest thing I can think of, but she sees a, uh, you know, she sees a video reminiscent of something they put out and goes, oh, okay. She sees on Instagram. So she starts, you know, take, seeing those moves and goes, oh, that's what I need to do. And this brings up a couple issues. One, I remember, and I'm going to sound like old man Hunter here, but back in my day, I remember I didn't get a TV into my, I didn't get a TV of my own in my room till I was 15 years old. So the fact that there are children that have access to cell phones that have internet is a question that makes you go, is that too young for a child to have a cell phone? Yes, by the way. Um, and 
and first off, because I know there will be parents be like, oh, it's an emergency. Okay, that's fine. Give them a prepaid phone. Give them one of those old school Motorola, like you can text and call. Like that's all kids need. I mean, if it's an emergency, you know, and it, the film itself does bring up these, these questions that again, I could see being a parent, being kind of pissed off because you feel like they're being called out. And the movie kind of is calling you out, honestly. It, the director makes it very, very clear where she stands. She believes that her, um, I, I'm not sure if she, if she is, uh, she's practicing Islam, but the way that she clearly was raised, that it had a very uh, profound and probably not a good effect on her. But the film also, because when Amy's out in the world, because her mom is really going through the divorce and everything, and everything with her dad, the mom is so absent, and she, so she falls back to what she knows, which is the Islamic religion. So she is being very strict with Amy, which is making Amy rebel more. And so uh, the director, she really is saying that, yes, you cannot live, be, and I'm just going to take it from a little girl's perspective, perspective but you can't pardon me you can't be a little girl in this world and live in a household that that conservative but then you also can't be out in the world and have it be so free for all where there are no consequences the truth falls somewhere in the middle as it usually does and that's the point that the film is trying to make there is this great scene that 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 dancing at the end that again that everyone's freaking out over when Amy has that aha moment of realizing, like, I don't need to do this. Because Amy, at the end of the day, she's just trying to fit in. Her mom really looks at her as a babysitter for her brother. Her brother's a fucking terror. Like, that, like I felt bad for Amy just off that alone. Because there's a scene where her brother, who she locks in the bathroom, by the way, which I was like, oh, that's fucked up. But there's a point where she's talking to her friends and they're, uh, I, I, I want to say, I believe they're in the chat, uh, not in the chat room, I think they're talking to a guy from the school, but he doesn't know who they are, and she accidentally turns on the webcam, and he freaks out, because they're fucking 11, he's like, oh my god, he's like, you know, go away, you little girls, hangs up on him, but the, uh, but her brother, Amy's brother, had turned on the bathtub, and so the water leaks out, uh, out of the bathroom, and all this, and it's, it's interesting in that aspect because she clearly wants to be older than she is, but only because everyone around her, her group is acting older than they are. And that's a societal, uh, that's a society thing. And the film does a very good job of making that, uh, that in particular clear. It is really going to ruffle some feathers. Like, And again, I get it. I understand if this is just something that people can't can't watch but the film itself does these things where it's very deliberately reminding you that she is a child and not an adult just because she had a fucking period uh i mean you know there's a point where she's uh her and her friends have a candy eating contest like i i it's a very sweet scene but there is that underline of oh god what's potentially around the corner um also that something else that i have not read really anyone bringing up she is a she's a dark skinned girl, and it really it really paints the very ugly and real picture of how society treats uh, darker skinned girls 
than lighter skinned girls. We, I mean, there have been studies. Uh, the one I can think of was, I want to say 2017 from Georgetown university talking about how, um, us here in the, uh, us here in the States, us here in America, I believe see, uh, women of color, like four or five years older than they actually are once they hit around 11 or 12, which is a huge fucking problem. When you think about this fucking movie, um, one of the girls even says in the film, Oh my God, I'm Kim Kardashian. Cause she put on her makeup and she like tied off her shirt and she's like popping her, popping her butt. And I'm just like, Hey movie, like this is what it's fucking talking about. Um, it's, it's, and I'll be honest, that's where for me, the film, it, it's maddening to people that they cannot connect these giant dots that the film is going, Hey, like this is what the film's talking about. There is this really, really dark scene where, and I, and I can't remember the uh, other character's name. I want to say, and again, uh, they don't have pictures of anyone <laughs> for IMDb or uh, or Rotten Tomatoes. So I'm kind of guessing here. I want to say it's uh, I want to say it's Yasmin. I want to go with who is the other uh, who's the other girl of color in the film. She uh, finds a condom. And goes ahead and blows it up. And so the girls, you know, they're fucking 11 years old. They don't know anything about sex. They start freaking out. They're like, oh my God, it's a condom. You have AIDS now. You have AIDS now. And they are freaking out because, again, they don't fucking know any better. But she blows up a condom. Uh, what, the, the blonde girl in the group, I want to say that's, uh, I, I want to say it's Jess because it's a white girl's name. But, uh, but I want to say Jess is the one who says that, um, Oh my God, you have AIDS. Like, oh my God, we can't hang out with you. Which again, another giant, giant dot where I'm like, huh, okay. So they're talking about how people who have AIDS are discriminated against, or even people who or who could potentially have AIDS are discriminated against. So they flat out take uh, the friend into a bathroom, put hand sanitizer on her tongue and soap, and they just start scrubbing her tongue. And it really does point out to the fact, again, that these are fucking children and they don't know any better and that the world is not educating them because, again, these they don't point out how the other girls are living if they have their, you know, both parents at the home or everything. But it does also point out to the fact that, look, if you only have one parent at home, that makes shit a lot harder, um, fair or not. But it really does. And... um. There is a scene that for me broke my heart where Amy's talking to, I believe, Angelica. And Angelica says, you know, like, my mom said I was always a dancer. Like, even in, in the in her womb, I was dancing. Um, but she always tells me, if you have a dream three times, it's supposed to come true. And she talks about how I've had this dream uh, twice of me dancing. So I'm waiting for my third one. And she asks Amy, you know, what's your dream? And she goes, um, she goes, I dream that my dad never comes back. And I was like, holy shit. Like it, it, it's very, it's a very like, oh wow, sort of scene. But it really points again to the fact of the pressure that she's feeling as a kid, but also just how really broken she is. And again, her mom being in her dark state, she's not really there to pull her out of it. Um, I love the last 30 seconds of the movie because it really hammers home the point that I think everyone needs to kind of understand that 
you know, just because you've had your period once, you're not a woman. She's clearly a little girl, and the way the film ends, it clearly brings you back to that beginning point of, hey, she is a kid, you know, no matter what she's doing, she is a kid, and she's learning, but again, I understand that some people are gonna just, are gonna just look at that poster, go, yep, fuck you, fuck that, and not see anything else, and that's not on the film, that's on you, and that's on you for not wanting to go ahead and actually look at the clear societal issues that this film is bringing up, um, you know, I've talked about on the pod. I, I I don't know if I brought it up on the pod. Actually, I think about it. I've brought it up on my social media. But the fact that, you know, we have stuff like dance moms and fucking, um, you know, toddlers and tiaras and, you know, honey boo boo was a thing for, you know, 15 minutes or <laughs> whatever. But the fact that we've had those things that are glorified. Um, fuck, I think cheerleading starts at what, eight, nine years old? I mean, we think about these ways that we as a society, uh, exploit uh, little girls. It's it's absurd. I mean, I'm old enough to remember when there was a, a countdown clock for the Olsen twins turning eight, fucking 18 years old. Like, I mean, that's a thing society does. And so a lot of people making this the linchpin and going, oh my God, Netflix is ending society. Burr, 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 burr. I think it's fucking ridiculous because this has been going on for forever. And if anything, this movie is a very ugly reflection on how we need to change shit. And again, I understand some people who are dumb won't see it like that. And that's fine. But again, that's not on the film. That's on you for not expanding your mind. So um, all that to say, it's as far as a great fuck. Um, I really don't know what to give this. I've been kind of back and forth. I'm going to give this a B minus because, look, uh, apparently this did well at Sundance. But. Yeah, this is something, I mean, I'll never watch this again. I really have no reason to. But this is one of those movies that I think if you are a parent, you even if you don't have a daughter, even if you have a boy, like, you honestly, if you have a boy, you might actually be watching, should actually be watching this more, honestly, to know how to treat girls growing up. That This actually might be better for boys to watch, honestly. There's a scene in the movie, last thing I'll bring up here, but there's a scene in the movie where, um, and this is a scene that everyone's kind of been talking about where Amy takes like, takes, uh, takes like a, like a, like a, like a nude selfie of herself and uploads it to, I can't remember what the platform is. It's not Instagram, but I guess it's whatever. It's some social media platform. And she's in class the next day, walks by this kid and this white kid walks up, smacks her on the ass. And the teacher rightfully so is like, what the hell are you doing? You need to go to the principal's office. And he goes, and I'm paraphrasing, but he goes, well, she uploaded that picture, like, she's being a slut, so why is it a big deal, and so she grabs a pin and stabs it through his hand, and I went, oh my fucking god, I mean, again, she's right, because, you know, just because, just because you're being a slut for yourself doesn't mean trying to be a slut for everyone, which is, you know, something that our president should learn, but it's, but it's, it's stuff like that where I go, this movie is not just shock value, it's clearly trying to teach people and again, if you're just, if you're too triggered and upset to get the lesson, that's on you. That's not on the film. So I'm going to give this a B minus. Um, but I really encourage you. I would really encourage you to, to paraphrase Denzel from Training Day. Like, you know, uh, you know, you're hearing me, but you're not listening to me. Really watch this movie. 
and make the decision for yourself. Put away your bias, put away your fake outrage, and actually watch this film and decide for yourself what you think it is. Because I really do think there is good here, but you have to get past the way Netflix marketed this. And seriously, I I, I gotta save Netflix. What the fuck? Because this director, she's 35 years old. If this is her floor and she's already causing, like she's already clearly can direct because this film is, is well directed. But her career might be done because of one stupid fucking decision that Netflix made. So I'm I'm curious if she's going to get a chance to do anything else. She might have to go away for five years and try again, which again, fucking sucks because this is through no fault of her own. It's through the marketing. So guys, girls, I would really give this a chance. Watch it. See what you think and uh, make your own decision. Don't let people's outrage about this shit throw you off. Give this a watch. Really decide for yourself. So anyways, have you seen this? Let me know what you thought in the comments below. You can follow us on, uh, go ahead and like us on Facebook at The Real Pineapple. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. You can follow Scott on Twitter at nearmanthefirst. And you can go ahead and like, share, and subscribe. You can find us on SoundCloud, Apple and Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, and tune up at The Real Pineapple. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We'll have reviews this week for the Umbrella Academy seasons one and two, and we will have review as well for um, oh god, not not I almost said unplanned, but I was like that's not right. Um, but for uh that new HBO uh, Max movie that I'm completely blanking on the name, uh, Unpregnant. That's what I was thinking of. So. We'll have a review up for that uh, this week. Uh, sticking on things that everyone can agree on. But <laughs> but thank you so much for listening. Please stay safe out there. If you're in California on the West Coast, I'm over here in Nevada. Please stay safe um, with the fires and everything. Um, take care of each other, and we will talk to you guys soon.